bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are here to talk about a movie you've either seen have not ever planned on seeing or just don't care about spoilers because we do spoil the movie and it is napoli ever after the netflix original uh movie um Mm -hmm. now we don't have any trailers to talk about because obviously we watched this one in the comfort of our living room yes we did on our 4k tv Mm -hmm. uh and then um we will talk about your feedback at the end though for i believe ken and peppermint we had some comments for the last one so um this is the first movie really uh reviewed since uh september 6th so it's been a while there's been some movies i planned on seeing and didn't go see and maybe i'll catch catch them this week cool uh anyway um let's get into it so we start with what we liked about the movie what we didn't like and then we rate it from zero to five on the more epic than love jones scale um napoli ever after is the story of violet jones played by sanaa latham uh she's tired of waiting for her longtime boyfriend to propose she breaks up with him but old feelings and heaps of jealousy no doubt arise when he promptly begins dating another woman that is a horrible description of what this film is about that's not what this film is about <laughs> no nah, this film is about a black woman and her attachment to perfection and right. white eurocentric beauty standards and her via her hair and what happens when she decides to shake it all up and cut her hair off and and live uh a a different type of life than with a different type of morality and respectability than she had before that's probably the best way to talk about it so karen give me your uh give me what you liked about it i liked uh sana latham i liked her as the main character i liked uh i enjoyed the way she just played that role in my opinion so perfectly um and i just felt her through her journeys okay um uh for me um things that worked about it uh i liked that it was short once again netflix and these hour and 30 minute hour 40 minutes like if you if you don't like it it's hour 30 minutes if you do like it it's hour 30 minutes um I like that it was short. I like some of the humor in it. Um, uh, the stuff with Ernie Hudson as her dad, um, being a <laughs> underwear model, that shit was funny to me. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, like you had to go, like they, they, like I was wondering if they were gonna go there with the joke, how long it was gonna take to get there, and uh, they delivered by the end. It it was worth it, especially the mama getting mad about it and embarrassed and every time she looks at him he got like women old and young just draped all around him it was hilarious um are you do you got anything else to add for like or just i'm gonna keep going oh oh yes yes 
also i did like the way they broke up the transitioning you would like see a beautiful pretty picture to let you know that we was transitioning into a different segment yeah she had like different chapters right and i i I like that a lot and i also did like the intro just how bright and how colorful and the music was very very black so i really liked the and i liked a lot of the animation yeah it looked good it had the 4k clarity on that joint um you know i watched just about anything on netflix with the 4k um when they you know because some some shows it tells you like 4k in the corner i'm like oh let me see what black people look like in this um i really like lynn whitfield's character um the mother pauletta mm-hmm. um she was now i don't like i don't think in a movie you're supposed to necessarily like her in that way but i mean lynn whitfield played that character like she was yes, she did the mother that was you know straight silky hair like she you know they say beauty is uh pain and stuff she was a strong believer in beauty and pain and she basically like was on her daughter um about always appearing uh presentable and in her eyes that was straight hair that was women that didn't make too much noise that was your number one um uh your number one object in life was to have some man want you and propose to you and marry you and um to be beautiful at all times and well behaved and all this shit um and her daughter violet played by sanai latham had bought completely into that and so their mother-daughter dynamic was actually you know kind of interesting because her mother was always on her but you if you you know a lot of women will say hey that is the mother relationship that i have and or that i have with my older female women in my life you know other matriarchs the matriarchs in my life coming up it was very much physical appearance it was very much um hair it was very much uh disciplinarian and stuff like that you know the scene where she fussed at um at violet for jumping in the pool when she was a kid um and messing up her hair that was like you know a traumatic experience for violet and that was the moment she learned like just how much that shit was so supposed to be important and central to uh her um her uh perception as a kid and the way people perceived her right and um to to kind of piggyback on that stuff when they when they was going through the transition uh something that i did like about it i know some people may feel differently i did like that they did go into those relationships some mm-hmm. black mother daughters relationships because those relationships are real you know it's a lot of um uh people who actually buy into you know you have to be this way instead of just letting their daughters kind of just do whatever they want to do if they want their hair relaxed cool if they don't want to relax cool or you know a lot of people just wait till their child gets to a certain age and ask them you know what what do you want to do and just let the child decide i think a lot of times in my opinion because a lot of uh uh we've been taught that just black just black people in general we've been taught that nappy and kinky and curly hair is not presentable we've been taught in our community is not presentable we've been taught that you know your hair needs to be white centric we've been taught that it's un- quote unquote unmanageable like and a lot of that is completely false like coarse hair can be manageable um i think that a lot of times a lot of people just don't want to go through the learning curve truth be told mm-hmm. because it is a learning curve you know finding out which products work for you and all this stuff some people i just don't want to be bothered with it which is fine 
but I think that uh, sometimes people take that choice away from their children. You know, that might be a decision that you decided, but you're stripping your daughter away from the choice to decide if she wants her hair relaxed or not. A lot of times, because, and I understand parents get busy, parents have a lot of shit to do, so a lot of times, you know, they end up ruining their ch- their children's natural curl pattern by smacking relaxers on their hair way too early. I'm talking about, like, sometimes five and six years old, like... You're like, the baby's still growing. The baby don't care anything about how their hair is presented. But because uh, you have to, you know, a lot of times, too, a depressing curl. You know, I've seen a lot of people tweeting online about that. There are people, even today, that actually still get their hair pressed. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for a lot of people, including myself, that's very traumatic to get your hair pressed. You have to sit there. You have to press you have to you deal with the holding your ear getting the tip of your ears burned the back of your neck burned you're dealing with grease burning your hair because once they hit your head the grease sizzles basically sizzles down into your hair and it's like a whole ordeal and i'm not tender-headed but for people that tender-headed i know that really drove them nuts and up the wall and it's just a very traumatic process but we've been taught that that's the way it is and there can't be any other way and that uh this is the only way your hair is going to be manageable or this is the only way that i'm going to be to quote unquote deal with your hair you know because uh a lot of times that goes back to sometimes people just don't want to they don't want that learning curve they don't actually want to learn and actually most black people truth be told i've never really been taught how to take care of our hair in this natural format ever you know most people don't learn i know most women don't learn about this until they get older like me and but it's been a shift and it's been a generational shift where now more people are going natural so you do have a generation now that actually learns how to take care of their natural hair at a very early age they're proud of it you know more froze more puffs more curls more particularly once you start getting into three and four c that's when the criticism comes along because people don't mind natural hair as long as it's uh, it's a nice curl pattern similar to white women people don't mat people don't mind the curl as long as it's not a tight coarse looking hair once you start getting into that and people consider it nappy or people consider it um unkempt and people consider it nasty you know when none of that is that when none of that is true um but people have this perception and i think also it's a big division among natural and not natural i could care less about any of that is your choice and i feel like which is the way you choose as long as you're happy with that and that's all i want for children is to have the choice to be happy with however they decide to do their hair um you know because for me when i went natural i wish i would have done it years ago like i literally was like oh my gosh i wish i would have done this years ago but i was just i had a lot of fear i was afraid nobody in my kind of my immediate circle of women none of them to today have their hair natural everybody still go gets relaxers and all that stuff and all i'm talking about how brave i am and i keep telling them well you know you know you could be natural and your hair still be straight too like you don't have to go curly like me you know um a lot of people grow natural they have a relaxer they let the relaxer grow out and they just slowly transition they have two textures of hair but they slowly transition and then for some people there uh you can train your natural hair to be straight and a lot of people you know don't believe that but you actually can um and so i think for me 
her transition and her her reaction her girlfriend's reactions to her. i love the girlfriends you know going back and forth to her reaction about owning it like so if you dye your hair you have to own it you cut your hair short you have to own it i think that because she was so wrapped up in this perception of i have to be like this for a man or i have to be like this to get and keep a man i have to do all these extra things that in reality um kind of is it true um but men and women buy into that uh, the relationship uh with uh clint was very interesting because he turns around and he when they when the, when she gets angry because she thought that she thought that hey he's going to propose to me because she ended up seeing a, 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 a like a box of like a ring and he didn't you know get her a doll which made her highly upset um her thing was like i tried to be perfect and you basically didn't engage you wouldn't marry me and his thing was like i don't know you i know nothing mm-hmm. everything i had to find out about you i had to find out through your secretary that's ridiculous like i i should know these things i should know what your favorite colors are what you like to eat. like i should know these things about you and the thing is a lot of people don't realize that a lot of women do extreme shit around their husbands like it's men that never seen their wife's feet like one of my aunts was something like every she always get up first thing for her husband get up kind of same thing she didn't mix herself up and lays down you know where you you know you always are on you always have makeup on you always are dressed a certain that you know it's like well that's not realistic you know and to me you're doing a lot of unnecessary work yeah um it's interesting because um you know when it, when i saw this movie i was kind of like okay it was all right you know but i wasn't necessarily going to review it or didn't really see a, a reason to but you were like you really wanted to review it um and i think the movie for a lot of black women especially black women that you know i mean specifically to black women because it's not like this the issues of beauty and stuff are only for black women but it's going to resonate with them on a different level because you just went into all the stuff about your family and how you got your hair done and you going natural and and that's like a big movement uh at the time and uh there's like literally tutorials people that make money off of it it's it's like a whole industry at this point of the natural hair you know we go to the store the other day that woman was like you know hey another natural sister you know it's natural least has got to stick together so i feel like the movie is kind of coming along at the right time i guess maybe even a couple years too late um and it's speaking on i think the things that people are that it's going to resonate with people about are almost bigger than the movie because i don't know that the movie necessarily goes into all of that in a specific way Mm -hmm. um it's very kind of general service level and some of it's very comedic it's very played for comedy Mm -hmm. um i do like how it was broke up into chapters but not necessarily because it's a pretty picture but because it was like you know the perm and then it was um you know when she got her hair cut off and then it was wig and then it was when she was blonde and then it was you know weave and then you know so like i did like um those segments and then eventually arriving at natural or whatever i believe um and one of the things i thought that i that i liked about it because still on likes was that it was kind of silly yeah like um 
i could see another way to make a movie like this that would be a little more serious um but they also wanted to keep some comedic elements because it was ultimately a rom-com in a way yes it was um even though she doesn't necessarily end up with anybody at the end but it's it's like a rom-com where the the rom is you loving yourself you know right it's like being able to fall in love with being yourself and then you know may and knowing netflix it could be the thing where they plan on doing more of these or something i don't know but um it was cool to watch her journey to self-love considering the history we saw with her mom and the love-hate relationship that she had with her hair and i guess a lot of black women have with their hair of this pain uh you know and they they were heavy on showing you the hot comb um the perm the relaxer the like they they really went heavy-handed on just showing you like the pain that women go through to to look good black women specifically with their hair and her job was also to be a woman who promoted beauty for like a marketing firm or something um i guess as an advertising agency and how much that was antiquated and the reason she upheld those principles as work is because they were at work in her regular everyday life um but yeah I, I did enjoy um that stuff because i knew it would resonate even if it's not specifically to me i was just like okay these are issues that in a rom-com i've never really got to see before because you know i don't watch that many and when i do it's kind of like generally they speak about shit but not really directly to black women correct anything else yeah and also i liked uh violet's relationship with zoe mm-hmm. a zoe zoe a, a zoe okay uh i like that relationship because i think that she saw her uh self in zoe and also i think that she was like look this little girl is freer than i have been my whole life she don't really care she has a lot of self-love you know image doesn't matter and i'm i'm in this bubble like i'm in this bubble i'm trying to find myself i don't know who i am and i think that her trying to be perfect she lost who she was and that resonates with a lot of women and a lot of women their self-worth and their self-beauty is has always been attached to their hair that's why you have a lot of people that you know long hair is a thing and, and oh my, you cut your hair off a lot of women fucking flip out and freak oh my god you cut your hair you cut your, like for some reason it, it's just this big you like it's nothing but fucking hair but a lot of women they I, my hair has got to be neck length of my hair it's always got to be at my shoulders uh, no my god oh, my husband wouldn't allow me to cut my hair my husband wouldn't let me cut my hair you know or even you know to keep your hair healthy you have to get your end your ends trimmed you have a lot of women that won't get their ends trimmed because they consider that as a haircut it's not a haircut it's just for the fact that if you don't you're going to end up fucking your hair up anyway because you you know your hair isn't healthy and i think a lot of times it's length over everything length over it being healthy you know length over over a lot of stuff a lot of women are, are very very attached to that uh thing and if they were ever to lose that thing they wouldn't know how to respond yeah um i loved her relationship with zoe after a bit the first part of it i didn't like because there was just some issues with zoe but i i like the ultimate like idea of this child being the precocious rebellious child that she was actually standing up to lynn whitfield that was my favorite 
part where lynn whitfield was trying to cut her down the way she had cut her own daughter down her whole life right and zoe was out there like ain't nothing wrong with my hair yeah, i look good and she got that wrong. confidence from lyric bennett who played who was her father in the movie mm-hmm. and that was also a great part of this movie i loved was his relationship with uh his daughter because he was a uh salon uh owner and a straight male cishet salon owner that you know um what and didn't come off like super creepy or anything but he was just kind of like helping along in her journey um of kind of like her natural hair journey Mm -hmm. and also just in the idea of loosen up you don't necessarily have to conform to what your mother has taught you all day There's, there's a whole world outside of just being a mama's girl and letting her run your life you know she might not know everything you know and her mom had somehow you know had divorced from her father anyway so all her advice and shit it's like it hadn't even worked for her so why was she so dead set on her daughter needing to repeat the exact pattern that she had her whole life correct it's something else that was actually hilarious who was the basketball player that randomly popped up in the movie uh john sally yes that was hilarious that was a unexpected uh, just a fashion dude right and it was just unexpected for him to pop up in there so it kind of just chuckled and made me smile to see him yeah he was cool um um trying to think what else i liked uh i really liked the date that her and lyric bennett went on lyric benet went on mm-hmm. um that was that was probably my um highlight of the whole movie was uh that date um because it actually was the first time in the movie where it felt kind of loose and relaxed um and then of course they kind of fell out when he went to go visit a family and the family was super snooty and shit um i really wanted to like the relationship she had with the original dude especially when she loosened up and started you know um being more spontaneous and quit her job and all that stuff yeah with clint but then uh he is up on the night he wants to propose telling her to straighten her hair again so you know that shit was kind of whack right Um, so it was like you want her to be loose but you also want her to present a certain way like you can't have it both ways dog yeah they did a great job of just also showing how much of men's entitlement and ownership uh comes across in the women they um the way they want women to wear their hair like almost instructive like i need your hair to be this i need your hair like like you owe this to me even though it's your body and your decision you owe me a certain look um and the mom was perpetrating that like you owe these men that and when he said you know i need you to straighten your hair for because one it tells you how little amount of work he knows goes into that come on you know like to say something so flippantly like just straighten your hair tonight after you've been wearing it natural um and then it how little regard he had for her relationship with her hair and what that meant like that new spontaneous her that he was so in love with that was part of her you know and he was saying no go back tonight put on the heels that they showed her their feet right and put on the tight dress and wear your hair uh in a short straight uh bob or whatever because i'm not gonna propose to a woman that looks like you right but then my thing is the woman that she presented it was really what you wanted nigga Mm -hmm. like let's just keep that real the woman that she presented to you was the woman that you really wanted that's what that told me Mm -hmm. um 
yeah for all that i never knew who you were and all that shit it's like well i mean you kind of just shitted on the woman i was right you know when i start showing you something different you think you want it but then you really don't seem to um right because you was embarrassed on how i would look to your parents now right and like when he seen her twerking in the living room and was ready to get all up on it and they had sex in the shower he was cool with that but then when it came time to you know propose it was i need you to straighten your hair um it was a typical rom-com cliche of course you know there's always like the swerve that's coming at the end and all this stuff um so anything else yeah and also i like that she ended up with nobody mm-hmm. and that's something that you rarely get in a rom-com that the person just like you know what i don't want nobody i'm good yeah it's a very bold choice and i wonder if they're expecting a sequel or not because i wasn't 100 percent sure because i also watched to all the boys i love before and it was kind of a similar like abrupt ending to me and then people told me like oh it's a set of a trilogy or something so i wonder if there's more planned because it didn't feel like they were saying it was complete to me but that's just the way i read it right like i said maybe maybe not like i will i will be i'm fine with them ending it there Mm -hmm. um to say that her journey goes on and we don't have to see the journey but the journey goes on yeah um anything else Mm -mm. okay i think the last thing for me i I like sanai latham sanai latham had to give you a lot of different things in this movie a lot of range and i don't know that the movie lived up to her performance necessarily but she gave you silly sanai latham when she got drunk and did the blonde stuff and it was awkward comedy with the right. honey on his chest she gave you all that when she was twerking in there with the little dog she gave you all that she's a business take being a no-nonsense go-getter she's giving you all that like she played that role like she gave you a bunch of different looks um not to mention all of course the wigs and the fucking wardrobe changes and shit she went through i mean at one point they mentioned like she's like i was supposed to get engaged up to just last week and i went it's only been a week damn like she's done through all this shit and like she's looks like a crazy person out here right all the shit she going through but you know it was kind of a um it was a hell of a performance considering you know what this movie was trying to do and to catch the comedy the seriousness the gravitas because like at one point she's like chopping her hair off with scissors and shit and you're you know as a you're you're going okay and then she's like using clippers and it's supposed to be like an emotional scene of like detaching herself from her hair but then at the same time it's also you know in right after she just poured honey on some niggas chest so Mm -hmm. she she definitely was giving you a lot of different stuff yeah an emotional uh roller coaster because when she woke up the next day it was like oh my god what did i do because she was drunk (laughs) she was emotional she was saying okay i'm gonna cut this attachment from me you know because that's the thing with something like that you have to know that that's something that you are willing to do and then then just don't even worry about it but i like i said that goes back to that attachment which is fine some women do have that attachment i happen to be somebody who don't have attachment never have had a attachment to hair because i was I, as a little girl i was somewhat rebellious like i hated getting pressed my hair pressed you used to have a jerry curl so you know let's keep it honest here you definitely had attachment to the jerry curl yeah, yeah but yeah yeah that's because my mama paid for me to get a jerry curl mm-hmm. so you ain't even wanted it just somehow just ended up on your head huh 
my mama paid for it so i was getting the jerry curl i didn't mm. have a say so in my jerry curl sir she forced the jerry curl on you literally yeah okay yeah. all right mm-hmm. story that story okay all right i mean how's it happen i mean did no, i walk that's in what you one said, day I it was like mama i want a jerry curl no you wasn't moonwalking or hopping <laughs> on the ceiling or nothing no i was not okay all right well go ahead i'm sorry oh. i did watch a lot of michael jackson and i did you know i was terrible at moonwalking but i tried and i always wanted uh the red coat and the silver glove never got it but had toys uh michael jackson stuff uh when i was having my jerry curl my jerry curl was actually uh to my shoulders uh, at one period of time uh the only reason why i stopped getting the jerry curl and i uh, got my hair um relaxed uh was because uh coming to america came out and so people would be like follow the trip follow yeah. the trip this was supposed to be a review of a movie but this is turning into your hair journey mm-hmm. go ahead no problem i mean that's i mean when we went through her hair journey <laughs> go ahead i'm not complaining i'm just saying oh no problem and so it's just one of those things where i know for me, i was wondering why you wanted to review it so bad now i know yeah so i could talk about you my hair journey about your hair. <laughs> my hair journey go ahead you know everybody was kind of just sharing stuff online and mm-hmm. which is fine but i'd rather just talk about it on here than share a lot of stuff online mm. well what happened then you got a perm yes i i had a, and i got a relaxer for many 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 years even when i went to college i used to uh go to the uh beauty supply store and buy a big tub and uh relax and learn how to relax my own hair um, but the thing about relax is chemical so you know not knowing what you're doing going through learning curves gaps all types of stuff you know goes behind that and then uh i went natural and like i need a relaxer and i was going to, up to your mama's house to get my hair done and i remember uh we had talked about it before but i was kind of, i was totally against it for years and then when i decided to do it it was the best in my opinion the best decision i, I ever made i'm glad you did it you know i remember telling you on the show like if that's what you want to do i I don't not do it because of me i never would you know obviously i would never tell you what to do with your hair but you know i was just kind of like if this idea of um you know not going you know not wanting to change your hair because what your man gonna think i'm not one of those men so no you're not and that's something that i can truly say that i'm thankful for and and i'll just that i never realized how many men control their women and their hair because so many people say oh my gosh you cut your hair off does your husband approve i looked at him like uh nigga this ain't his hair this mm-hmm. is my hair and my head you know your husband allowed him allowed what am i 12 right i didn't have to ask permission for this like this is something that i chose to do and it was my choice but i think a lot of women are afraid because you know like you say men make these decisions for these women and they don't really realize everything that goes behind this shit like you said just flippantly just cut your hair just get a wig just get a so you were like nigga do you realize there's a lot of more steps than just just do All right um and that's because a lot of this labor intensive stuff happens for women at the salon or behind you know women try to make it look easy because that's part of what we consider being a good woman is to make it look easy you know and i like that they kind of took the you know took took time to show you like even just my shoes hurt me and i'm doing this to make an impression on this man so that he'll marry me but it's also a lie i have to keep up forever correct um let's get into dislikes was there anything you didn't like about the movie 
really overall i really enjoyed this movie all right i have a bunch of stuff i didn't like about it um i'll just go ahead and get into it so it's a bit heavy-handed obviously it's a rom-com this is not necessarily a negative thing but all rom-coms can be a bit heavy-handed um so it's a bit like message you know all the time like with the you know the like the whole like what's loving yourself and stuff when it comes to your hair um especially when it comes to lyric benet's character i felt a little bit like and as much as that and this is why i'm glad she didn't end up with either one of them really it's because as much as clint was just taking her for granted in a certain way with her looking a certain way and like that's just something she need to do all the time to be with a person like him lyric benet while being less uptight about that shit was still very much like you know and these chemicals is hurting your hair and that's why my right. daughter doesn't have it and daughter like he almost he was like a step away from just like the hotel like the white man is putting fluoride in the in the in the hair like right. you know and that, and that goes to that freedom allowing people to choose up for themselves yeah and it didn't feel like he was forcing her but he was definitely like such an advocate and i think he was supposed to represent like this other way this other path you know with the whole like um i even i even grow my own ingredients for my hair stuff in my house and at my salon and all this stuff and in the last meeting that she's having at her job she's which i don't know what the fuck her job is can we just say that we don't know what her job is because it's several it becomes several things and i don't know if she had a new job at the end and those are all new people i think at the end it was all new people okay so so she must have got a new job yeah or she went to work for lyric benet's character and said i'm gonna use my skills to get you Mm. on or something because they don't because see because the movie's so short while i I like i appreciate it being short because like i said you don't have time to really even when you feel like eh, i don't like this part it's over right away but because it's so short they leave out mad details yeah because what happened is that she had a job in beauty and when she cut her hair off she didn't want the beauty no more right so she basically went to a boss was like what? at a, like a, i guess an advertising firm right. right because she was pitching ads right so right. she was so like she well, switched accounts to something else but it still was about it was about beer but then it's, you're still selling beauty in beer because people in the commercial they need to look a certain way right she and, got disgusted and quit because the white man in that meeting was like we need some hot blondes and all this shit and she was just like what am i doing my life and quit mm-hmm. uh and now and then she went to go work with another firm I'm I, I don't know if she worked for the firm or she worked for eric benet i mean for lyric benet you see what i'm saying was she working for the firm or yes, was she and, working and, for and, will and saying here's what my client will can bring to this is the idea we have and we think we can i don't know I, I think it was i think she got another job bought him on it was like i'm gonna promote your stuff to this firm on your behalf like because i i know the language i can talk for you so then we really don't know what the firm does Mm-mm. okay maybe it was investment or something, or something i don't know or something like that right yeah but, but, but they, they yeah. were kind of fast and loose with a lot of details in this joint like when she said it had been a week honestly at that point you're, you're almost like oh so you're a crazy person oh right oh like you had a different hairstyle every day of that week and you went but bananas every fucking night like something dramatic happened yeah the the way it did i thought it was months right another thing i didn't like um, uh, it's gonna sound like i hate this movie and i don't y'all see when i get my score but another thing i didn't like and i think it's just a rom-com trope and i i I like when rom-coms kind of subvert tropes because we know they're coming 
and that rather than lean into them and they lean into a couple bad ones for me one of them was the fucking um the proposal not proposal fake out i hate i hate 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 that i don't think one that cannot happen that much in real life Mm -hmm. as much as it happens in these movies come on two no what man is that fucking obtuse like literally they always had a man give a gift in that is literally a like the size of a jewelry box that would contain a fucking wet uh, engagement ring they always have him do that and i'm like that's not like why wouldn't he go that's stupid and in this case he had like that little ring and then somehow that turned into a puppy it was the puppy's collar right it doesn't make fucking sense Mm -mm. that's not how that would happen you are the love of my life oh here's a puppy yeah it's just such an asshole thing to do and from that point on it's pretty much impossible for me to even like clint right because now i feel like he's either incredibly insensitive and stupid and and doesn't pay attention (laughs) or he's uh callous and uh, and purposely did that another thing because um of the timeline the way they filmed between these chapters it to me it felt like maybe weeks were passing between timelines Mm -hmm. until she said last week i really thought weeks were passing because that's the only way that her behavior would seem kind of rational instead it was days and now i'm like this motherfucker has lost her mind you know um her showing up to his job and i think it's because the only way they can make her not crazy when she showed up to his job and showed out because he was talking to another woman would have been for them to say it it had not been even a week right but if you just took out that one line and just said you know this took place over the last six months well now she does look a little crazy going to his job and getting mad because he was talking to another woman and it felt like to me there's a lot of stuff they must have left on the cutting room floor because Mm -hmm. it they would have had something in the movie about him and this woman or him possibly having some sort of affair or something Mm -hmm. if they were gonna make that an issue you know like to the point where they fucked in the shower i was like so what about the woman at work is that is that that don't matter no more yeah is he dating her they not did they fuck did they not did she make that up in her head was she just crazy you know that shit um the blonde stuff was so awkward it almost was belonged to a different movie because the movie has some tonal shifts that are so drastic and there's not really an in-between it's either like something is supposed to be like silly and a gag or it's supposed to be like you know uh what you told harpo to beat me right like they didn't like tonally the shifts in the movie were kind of jarring and they were and i think it's because the movie's so short they must have just cut out a lot of transitional type stuff and just went from like highlight to highlight because it was like i'm blind i'm crying i see the uh i'm cutting my hair off in the mirror uh now twerking you know one of the funniest bits in the movie to me isn't supposed to be funny but it's when she goes to the cancer survivor thing Mm -hmm. you know and i'm cracking up but i'm more cracking up because of how inappropriate it is um but then they had and i'm thinking oh it's gonna be a gag she's gonna realize this and go home but then they have like a really serious conversation at the end where she like confesses that she shouldn't have been here and she didn't know and they're like you girl you got to rock that hair whatever and i'm just like but like it would have been funnier if she just left because then it's the gag is like 
girl you feeling so sorry for yourself and then you really met people that got real problems right and you get learned, your life together yeah like that's kind of what i anyway it was just moments like that that didn't stick the landing for me her relationship with zoe was super weird because she was so classist and she was goddamn mean to that little girl when they first met yeah and i don't even think she apologized like i know the girl did mm-hmm. something mean back to her and stuff and i get that she would have been angry or whatever but once she decided to intervene in that shoplifting stuff with the little girl and become like her big sister almost as far as like the big brother big sister program it just felt like there was a conversation that never took place where she needed to tell Zoe, i'm sorry about what i said about your hair right because she apologized to her daddy yeah she and she and like her mom said the same thing about her hair and then she could have corrected her mom and she didn't like so it was just kind of some weird stuff with the relationship with that and it felt like they just wanted that in there for because once she broke up with the father because her parent her mom was judging the hell out of him her brother uh was judging her was judging him once that happened you would think that that's the end of zoe being in the movie because i'm gonna keep coming out of your house and we don't date no more and i'm taking your daughter out places yeah and it sounded like uh clint didn't know about will yeah is nobody knew about will except Mm-mm. for uh um, the mother the mother right and the brother um right. and they dissed him and shit and then she didn't bring him around anymore Mm-mm. but she brought his fucking daughter around mm-hmm. which is like i said this is all this shit is bothering me because it made me feel like either there's another movie in the works and they're gonna do napoli ever after two and finish these stories which i'm fine with okay or you cut like fucking 40 minutes out this film that would have explained or gave us some transition to this backstory because some of these things don't get fleshed out in a in a timely manner so you end up having a a choppy story yeah and i think as a viewer i had to insert a lot of assumptions into shit i agree that didn't really need to be there but i had to do it or so it wouldn't make sense because you don't want these characters to just seem like they're crazy correct so you want to you know you want to kind of fix it you know and i wonder what the budget was and what the mm-hmm. investment was i hope they didn't get told like man look you, you got to cut some of these this shit out or i just hope it wasn't that um so i'm trying to think was there anything else i didn't like um oh and now it didn't bother me but i i would be remiss not to point this out because i know it's gonna bother somebody lynn whitfield and ernie hudson at the end when he throws her in the pool while she's saying no her wig comes off revealing her uh cornrows that she has underneath her wig so her mom i think we're supposed to take from the scene like her mom's been kind of fronting this whole time Mm -hmm. with this image shit she got cornrows under her stuff and she just needs to learn to loosen up almost like an 80s movie or whatever and at the same time she says no and he goes to kiss her and she's like no you're not gonna do this not after everything you've done to me and he kisses her anyway in the pool yeah and that seemed fucking ridiculous in the context of what this movie was supposed to be about and the lessons we were supposed to get from this movie it's like they just pissed in the pool of all the lessons that they were talking about Correct. a woman owning her own body bodily autonomy the idea of uh, men you know not it was not being about just getting a man like i think they thought they were giving us a cute love story of like look at these old people these old fools in love he still y'all loves her. went for them being at odds so y'all gonna have to y'all that was something need to be fixed before you yeah, got to this point and they never told us why they broke up and what the things were Mm-mm. and so and then we saw him surrounded by a bunch of young black women that were into him the whole movie so it made it seem like he could have been out here fucking just any and everybody i i think the i think she was upset because he became that model 
huh she be i think it was more than but but they were divorced before that so they didn't get divorced because he became a model <gasps> okay they, so they I had that yeah, when well, yeah, she yeah, said yeah, yeah. not after everything you did to me see this is what i was talking about when uh, i said we had to start inserting our own reasons in oh, the movie okay okay because the sense. movie just not gonna tell us and i'm like either there was more movie and y'all took the movie out i think so you know what i mean because mm-hmm. because she they probably got there had to be a scene they could have just put a five minute scene between her and her mom discussing like why the marriage failed how that parallels to her advice that she's giving her how she don't want her daughter to be like her why she's concerned but instead it just got boiled down to her mom just don't want her to be gay because she cut her hair too short and uh when you gonna get a man and it never turns into like why is her mom harping on this so much and she ain't even married to this nigga like what's going on with her you know so i don't know that that kind of through me yeah and also um now since i'm thinking about it it never showed any reconciliation between violin and her mother right like like that was that was such a traumatic thing that she went through there should have been a conversation had even if it was a short conversation right because her mom did all that trauma to her mm-hmm. um and i know that you know that's a routine thing in black families but you're the one making a movie about it it must be important so tell us right um let's show us that they have at least a discussion or at, even if she just blew up at her mom one time and was like you the reason i'm like this that would have been cool yes but we just never got that you know um and i guess their quote-unquote conversation was when she just never came back downstairs and everybody come up there looking around right but it was a real like kind of like the conversation ended with all the black women jumping in the pool and fucking their hair up where i was like okay so clearly this is just a big conspiracy to get will shop a lot of new business because everybody just fucked their hair up at this thing uh but not nah, like so i don't know and I, maybe it's because the director's not a, a a black woman from you know here so maybe um that's part of it maybe like culturally there's just some things that she was like let me leave that alone i don't want to have no start no issues it was by uh, i believe haifa or hafe al masur who's um the first female filmmaker in saudi arabia um and uh she you know so this is like her it appears to be second major movie maybe it looks like short then she had a documentary and then she played in this other movie as she directed it as okay so she directed this is her third movie she directed i guess so yeah that i don't no, that makes sense i can see that playing the factor where it might have been some stuff that she chopped out when people yeah. were like that's actually something you need maybe to racially you want to stay out of certain shit because it's like man this ain't really my bag and then no, i don't know i fuck around and say the wrong thing the other thing is it's written by what appears to be two dudes c marcellus and adam brooks i know that plays a factor too yeah because um, not how funny dudes don't understand yeah and so i think that's why also the whole thing with lyric benet being the good guy but still to me coming off very like listen this is how um this is like i'm the the natural man i'm teaching you to love yourself and all this shit but still kind of patriarchy still kind of being like you know i the how i feel about your hair is the is the real way you should feel yeah it looks like two men so yeah i I don't know man i liked that it made people 
i like that it centered something around black women and the discussion that black women have all the time and a movement that's happening all the time around us towards like embracing natural self natural hair all that stuff i love that shit Mm -hmm. i just felt like the conversation was happening outside of the people it was talking about and i felt like a movie directed for and by black women about this particular topic would have been it would have actually come off better agreed um and you know i I appreciate the dedication that sanai had to it to cut her hair off and all that stuff but at the same time it's more about how it's more about the discussion individual that it reminds individuals to have for themselves and less about what the movie made me think about like the movie didn't give me let's talk about women's natural hair journey the movie didn't give me that the movie just gave me kind of hair as a prop right and and because of that it cranked up all these other conversations around it yeah barely to be honest because the conversations aren't even centered on the movie and these are everything you said the movie could have touched true so everything you said like imagine just a montage of her from a kid to now but it's like the jerry carroll the cornrows the you know like imagine i think a black woman would have probably taken you there to be like you just seen the progression this is what hair meant to me this is what hair was for me this is why hair was significant every step of my life not just i got a perm also 1960 shit and i just stayed with a perm my whole life and it's 2018 and you know um like not that that's no one's journey but just you know that could i think if you're gonna make a movie where the commentary is around hair and the ability for a black woman to have quote-unquote nappy hair and still be loved um i feel like that's a big thing and and so the last thing i'll say i know it seems like i've just trashed this movie and i'm so sorry y'all but the last thing i'll say is this i don't like the idea of calling it nappily ever after and you don't have some semblance of um either a relationship or something like that a more higher note for the happy ending even if she would have been on vacation by herself even if she would have um uh i don't know even if she would have been just looking at her hair in the mirror or something something about just this idea of like coming from this meeting for this man but we don't know if they're in a relationship or not and obviously we don't see her with her ex you know or with clint i'm assuming that didn't work out i don't know they might bring Mm -hmm. her back for the sequel some about that ending said more like to be continued than it said the end to me correct and the more and more i I think about now since i'm listening to you and i could see some people having a problem with this uh if for the fact that sanaya lengthen is more i guess when you get into the colorism she's mm-hmm. light and so oh, yeah. a lot of her hair her natural hair is not gonna be a 4c or, or yeah it's maybe, not I mean, truly I mean, napoli right yeah. because when you said napoli ever after i thought about it i was like you know what would have been neat is if she would have sat and looked up and seen somebody with a fro like you know I me, mean? like 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 the like right. like the ex- I don't want to say the extreme, but but like mm-hmm. what people consider napoli nappy right. hair, you know? Because even with the little girl, her hair was more wavy. I mean, that's right. gonna be funny because no, I, I know texture of hair. And her- with the little girl, the whole that's one of the reasons I I forgot to mention. But with her coming down on her, calling her hair messed up and all this shit, and calling trying to act like she was ugly or something, 
um with the girl being dark skinned it was really like what the fuck you doing who wrote this part why y'all leave that in the movie and then later when she tells it when the girl's standing up to lynn whitfield who's sonalathan's mother and and she and she has told the girl now sonalathan has told her violet violet has told uh zoe don't ever let anyone tell you how to feel about yourself and i'm like one that's all the fuck you've been doing and continue to do two you we're talking about that little girl cash and y'all got the dark skin girl fucking uh stealing shit it was i don't know see now i'm getting hot and i don't mean to be hot but Mm -hmm. some of the optics of this shit man it just and and i I, I know a lot of people are gonna like it because it's black women centered as far as the main character but i don't feel like it's a black woman narrative it just came off kind of like the fucking incredible jessica james movie to me where i'm like this is just a movie that could have starred a white woman and happened to star a black woman but the the considerations of how race affects this person were those considerations were done by a person that is not of color because these conclusions make no sense agreed agreed like i said now since we're kind of going through it you're actually just making me analyze a little bit more and i think put like this i think i like the way it made me feel because it touched the topics but touching topics and actually telling the story are are two different things Mm -hmm. and you're calling it Napoli Ever After and there's nothing against Sinai Lathan I personally think that somebody darker with more of a forward like like a much more coarse hair you should have shown them trying to pick their hair with a pick you know you should have I mean cause yeah she could she can't no 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 I'm talking about like the real shit that people with 4C hair have to go through the real struggles of 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 dealing with you know when water hits your natural hair like 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 yeah they're not gonna let it be too nappy right. even in a movie called napoli of because it's still a hollywood movie so they're not gonna actually let you go to like lapita nyango's level of like you know and also it might be hard to find a big name actress willing to do that for this movie because it does affect your roles and stuff you know maybe i'm not saying it's impossible obviously it's not but like maybe uh deny uh guerrera would didn't want to do it or something i don't know because it just you're right i didn't even think about that part but it's it's not really nappy hair like the mood it's that movie reaction thing where the movie is like everyone walks in is supposed to be shocked by this scene so she walks in the room and her hair is kind of drawn up because she just jumped in the pool and everybody reacts as if like it's hideous but in real life we're all like that's still a very beautiful woman her hair is still actually kind of wavy nobody would have that reaction of like oh my god you ugly monster get out of my face but they kind of give you that um in the movie a few times and you're like yeah okay versus if you would have had somebody darker tone doing that the impact would have meant more Mm -hmm um or just with tighter spirals on their hair too right you know right like, right right right. regardless yeah. of the color just 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 more right. closer to a like a 4c like something that people would call nappy correct which so, they probably would not have called sanai hair sanai hair at any point in this movie would have really been called nappy no it was just un, uh, not manageable yeah. you know when it was all over her hair she's struggling trying to comb in i was like okay this is cool but bitch that's not nappy i, I mean right. not trying to be funny like that's that's not actually mm-hmm. nappy you know type of thing like they didn't really show her trying to do her own hair because her mother did her hair the whole time right you know so they didn't have her sitting down trying to go through the struggles of it mm-hmm. or actually showed us or actually had clips of her mother 
trying to do her hair without pressing it and even when she cut that hair off which i'm assuming i don't know what the blonde hair was supposed to be i don't know if that's supposed to be a hair a or weave re- a or... rebellion yeah yeah i don't know but i don't know if oh. it's supposed to be a wig her hair or weave i don't know because they had a chapter called weave then the next chapter was blonde and i was like but is it still her hair or not ah uh, okay right you know what i mean it could have been both either like or, how much right. hair did she lose in that relaxer thing right but uh whatever happened with that though um it was kind of interesting that they chose to to go that style because you have lyric benet whose hair is literally 4c curly hair on his head you know and i think the movie was trying to make us pick him over clint or whatever you know like he's the right choice uh he loves black women's hair in the natural form or whatever yeah, and also and i tell me funny i know they had the the thing where her hair was short and she was like well let me you know you re- okay cool but what would have been neat is if they would have showed her using this product in her hair growing right something yeah just something like that's the other thing like man this sounds like we shitting on this movie and i swear i'm not but mm-hmm. guys i enjoyed it but yeah i do these things if you're gonna make the movie about this topic it feels like it just needed a little more for me personally but like even if she would have been looking at youtube tutorials because that's part of that journey learning what helps your hair you know like they kind of just had a couple conversations with larry benet and then that was it like it wasn't but it didn't show her herself Googling. even though you know her hair would just magically be fresh as fuck within the next scene and i'm like when did that happen did you go to the salon did he introduce you to this 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 uh kim not chemical to this uh hair like product and then you're putting it on your hair but they're just not showing us like what's going on right and something else they could have did too was that they showed her in a regular salon why don't you show her in a natural hair salon right oh it was his salon so he's supposed to be mr natural hair i'm like okay okay why wasn't she in there getting a, a natural then like how come it just became the end like i'm going natural and then no more shop no more because the other thing too that i think doesn't come across in a lot of this stuff and i think it's a disservice to the natural hair movement in a way people don't talk about how much work it is to be a natural like it takes work so, to to retreat your hair and get it to go back and all that stuff there's nothing wrong with a perm it doesn't mean you don't love yourself right any of this shit mm-hmm. but then as much as people people make it sound like you go natural by you cutting your hair off and then it grows any old which away everybody loves it and accepts it and then you just walk about your day and that's not what happens mm, sure ain't. um and they don't show you the work that it is to be natural it's like oh she cut her hair off she went natural and then that's it guys her hair just grew a certain way out of her head the end and like i said it seems like it's written by people that don't understand what the fuck that work ethic is what you got to do to take care of your hair what you have to do to protect your hair what do you have to do every night for your hair you know like it was it was almost like oh it could have been written about it honestly could have been called curly ever after and been a story about a white woman that had curly hair and i don't see how it would have changed the script that much and i'm being it, dead serious it wouldn't i'm not trying to funny watching this whole movie did we ever see sanaa lengthy with a hair wrapped right I'm, I'm not trying to be funny right. when I say with curls, with rollers in the hair. Right. Or, or I'm, I mean, you know, because. Right, we know, never see it. You know, because. It, a stocking cap on. Right. Nothing. We I never mean, see I mean, it. Just, just, I mean, because. Even with natural hair, it's not like you can just go swimming anyway. Like, it's like it's just a bunch of shit that was kind of just, yeah, like, thrown I, in here that felt more like white people shit than black people shit. Right, because even when 
she woke up and her mama did her hair her hair wasn't wrapped up right it was yeah. all down her mama and, and i and at first i wrote that i wrote that off as well this is the image she's trying to get this man right me too and also super weird that her mom does her is your mom doing her hair every day at five in the morning when this dude stays over i'm assuming that's so. crazy I'm that's insanity so that was showing you the, the like is she sneaking in her house or does her mama live with her i don't she's understand sneaking in. yeah yeah she's sneaking because she was like mom it's 5 a.m she come, would come and do her hair that's fucking crazy that showed you the she extent. was doing that for two years apparently so this movie is ridiculous mm-hmm. nobody does i'm sorry the movie's ridiculous i know it's a rom console it's supposed to be a bit ridiculous but that's so ridiculous and they don't seem to play it for fun Mm-mm. like they like i don't know it's like they want to say this is the struggle of black women with, with their hair but then they also kind of just want to like they also don't delve into the it being a struggle right and also they want to just, just 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 show the extent of the craziness of her mama too mm-hmm. all right well uh let's rate it zero to five i would give this a three i enjoyed it but it, like you say once you started kind of talking it, it because i think like I said, I was on a high of, oh, y'all touch these topics. Right. But once we actually started delving into it, I was like, oh, it's a lot not there. And then when you talk about the directors and the the uh, the people that run, right. I was like, oh, okay. That's why certain things didn't happen was because, yeah, you might have been filming black people. But it was when you filming black people and black people actually having an input to what the fuck y'all putting out. And like we said, we don't know if certain things were cut. And Netflix was like, you got to get rid of these things yeah for me um i would give it like a two and a half um as a rom-com and just silly i enjoyed it mm-hmm. like it's not the greatest not the worst it's cute it's cute i i specifically kind of like the ideas behind it but not the yeah. way they were fleshed out agreed um especially like the it could have been something really dope if that final if it felt more final at the end and the whole thing was like she fell in love with herself so mm-hmm. it don't matter if she would a man or not she's gonna always be the baddest bitch walking in the room because she now has it's about self-love and it's not just her hair it was the way she used to dress it was the way her shoes it was the way she used to carry herself and how uptight she was and the way she used to eat on dates and all this type of i really like that theme underneath it and as a rom-com that works it could work for any race of people it did, it really wasn't black specific we've seen that a million times so i can't really give it but so much credit but hey a million times but this starring a black woman all right cool let's go the now the, the negative side of all the stuff i said like it just feels like it didn't have the true experience of black women from a black woman standpoint um dealing with these issues so uh, and looking at the writers which i didn't know till we did this review i see why like i see why it felt a little flat when it came to the racial dynamics and the massage noir of specifically these black men telling her what to do with her hair and what make what means she loves herself and what means she doesn't and stuff like that this that i see why it fell flat to me and also something else i'm going to piggyback on is that her friends mm-hmm. not tell me funny she really didn't talk about her friends never shared their hair struggles mm-hmm. and one of the friends i think was almost white wasn't she one of the friends 
was jewish i believe and she said you had a jufro and you get your hair straightened like you had one in college right it just wasn't about the women it wasn't right really. right, right and 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 i know it's not the same but i think about this and i think more about like a girl's trip mm-hmm. where that bond was was completely different you know mm-hmm. and i feel like her and her friends that bond wasn't there if that makes sense right um because yeah her friend could have had a jew but that like she she pointed that out her friend didn't bring it up well they never have a discussion about it right it's just not centered around her friendships or other women that much like they have a couple like and it's so over the top like when they're sitting outside and she's like is it gonna rain is it gonna rain my hair gonna get wet and then her hair gets wet while she's walking to the car because some little girl some child spray she has bad she has a real bad time with children some child sprayed the back of her hair with a water hose ridiculous but like they like it's so over the top with some of the gags and stuff that they don't really get to be funny because they're so telegraphed and then also they're not really that funny you know like her getting her hair fucked up it was not really the funniest thing in the world right and my thing is like you said i think with the director and 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 the writers and stuff at some period of time black women talk about their hair women talk about their hair so there should have been a conversation with her friends literally talking about their hair yeah her her and her her and her mom would at least had a conversation about it like a serious like about the hair not just right about the the general shit but just like no my this is what you did with my hair and i don't i don't like this shit right all right let's get into the comments that you guys left we got two on ken and two for peppermint for ken celeste 63 says hey rod and karen i enjoyed this movie overall the acting was good shout out to miles truitt who seems to be an up-and-coming star i like the surprise of michael b jordan didn't see that coming i like that that eli truitt didn't use the alien gun to kill until he absolutely had to and it basically disintegrated people i thought that james franco's character was over the top but glad he got the bullet in the head at the end i kind of felt a little awkward seeing a 14 year old in the strip club plus in my role in the theater there was another mother with two kids there was a mother with two kids one of them kind of young but there was no nudity so i guess that was okay when i saw the trailer i thought zoe kravitz character was the older brother's girlfriend but seeing how they fit her into the story i'm cool with it i give it a four out of five uh Stanley agony says damn shame that this movie didn't get the more promotion or viewing time from audiences ken was enjoyable from start to finish and i enjoy miles Truett a good deal i hope that young man is able to get more roles in movies he has a good future his asshole brother was better than i expected as jack rayner i felt wasn't the dude bro jerk i was expecting he also did a good job james franco and dennis quaid were solid too in their respective roles zoe kravitz didn't do much for me here as i felt she just tagged along for much of it the michael b jordan cameo was cool though i'd like to see more of his character uh character's world in the future movies it mm-hmm. can have more success if uh if you're lucky to find this movie in theaters it's worth the, the matinee at least i agree on all counts same peppermint got two comments celeste 63 says hey rod and karen i saw this movie to see jennifer garner get her revenge on the people who killed her family so i enjoyed the violence i was glad they quick got they quickly got to the action because the trailer basically showed the death of her family anyway so no need to drag it out instead of trying to threaten and bribe riley north garner uh wouldn't it have been easier for the bad guys to just kill her uh you know the way the movie played out it seemed like it would be i mean they killed an innocent white kid and her father and still won their case so what would one more dead body be 
raleigh north was basic ass bank employee who disappeared for five years and came back an expert in the use of weapons and hand-to-hand combat she must have attended the elite impossible white man training program (laughs) they could have at least made her a former military soldier they show her killing well she had a a hardly describable loosely based set of skills so i I mean it makes sense to me Mm mm-hmm they showed her killing a lot of brown people in this movie. I thought there was some racial overtones. Overtones? Nigga, over, under, through the tones. <laughs> monotones. Delta tones. Uh, <laughs> pretty tones. Every tone was on this. I wonder if that, in the fact that Good Cop was also brown, was supposed to balance it out, right? I think that's what they think. That's the way white people always think. Come on. We put one Muslim on the team of people tracking down the terrorists. So then, you see, they're not all terrorists just 90 percent of the people we cast in this movie i thought that when riley made it to the grave of her husband and daughter she would just die there but i guess since all the people she killed were bad she deserved to live and be free i wrote an emoji i give it a three out of five ah. thanks peace it wouldn't be a possible white man if she died so Correct. thank god she lived Sandler agony said when they showed the mural of jennifer garner with those assault rifles meant to be her angel wings i know i came to the right film she shot a lot ah! she shot a lot of latin dudes punched a white woman for her deceased daughter couldn't fight worth a damn and still got away i had Come a blast on. i had a blast at this movie because it gave me what i wanted despite the stuff that i just mentioned while i did want a more sophisticated action film with better writing directions and choreography i couldn't contain myself with the stuff that went on in this movie it was nice to see gardner ah! find her inner clint eastwood with that i want justice line uh since not a lot of women get the headline action films i get that she wanted to avenge her daughter and husband but man was riley north on some trial and error stuff just to get to the film's eventual conclusion garner is the best actor here because after her and probably john ortiz the acting is pure booty agreed oh one of the things too is i did like the writing on this as far as the fact that she's not that skilled Mm. so what they did was basically make her superpower the fact that she did not give a fuck about dying all right so that was her whole thing was like i'm willing to die to do this a lot of times an impossible white man what they do instead is they show that the person is so skilled that you can't you be lucky for 10 people in a room with a gun to be able to get a bullet into them mm-hmm. she was like oh y'all could shoot me i don't give a fuck i'm willing to take a chance and blow this whole motherfucker up and if that means i gotta stitch myself together it's okay because i'm just trying to hold on until i can die at the end anyway right uh it's not that they didn't try they just weren't good even the big bad villains in this joint yeah it's bad when you remember method man's performance right (laughs) (laughs) the story besides the central part is stupid and some of the stuff with that uh, one lawyer big cartel boss and method man is barely addressed some shit just happens i did enjoy myself regardless how bad it was i feel you Mm -hmm. all right that's it guys thank you so much for this uh for listening to us and uh uh, we appreciate y'all and hopefully this gets y'all premium people through the week peace peace